This episode of Down to Business is brought to you by TF Moran, a leading land planning and engineering firm with offices in both Bedford and Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Hello, everybody, and welcome to New Hampshire Business Review's Down to Business. Um, I'm Ernesto Burden, publisher of New Hampshire Business Review, filling in for Jeff Feingold, who is on vacation this week. Uh, it is December 30th. We are very near the end of what has been a, a very interesting and challenging year for, for many, if, if not all peoples. And um, we're curious to see what the new year is going to bring. And to that end, I'm here with Bob Sanders, uh, New Hampshire Business Review's uh, crack reporter who is going to tell us about some of the things that are happening right here at the close of the old year and the beginning of the new year that we should really be keeping an eye on from a business perspective. Welcome, Bob. How was your uh, how, how have your holidays been so far? It's been great. A little a uh, little isolated, but <laughs> lots of Zoom calls. Yes, uh, it's funny how you can both have Zoom calls and be isolated at the same time. Mm -hmm. I hope I hope I you got uh, I, I hope you got um, uh, got got some time off. I think you you're, you're getting a little bit more too as we come up to New Year's, right? Right. Yeah, I've been doing being uh, halfway. Well, there's a lot happening at the end of the year, so it was kind of hard to uh, to totally go away. But uh, I will go away for four days, no matter what. <laughs> well, well, I think that tees it up perfectly, Bob. What's happening? What what is that a lot that's happening? What is, what should we be keeping an eye on here? Well, there is a, a huge stimulus bill that that was uh, passed. Uh, um, a lot of uh, hesitation on uh, on on the on the president's behalf. Uh, lots of negotiation in Congress, um, and we're break, trying to break that down in terms of what it means to business here. There's still a lot of unanswered questions, but we do have some information, and we're trying to get that out. Um, so uh, it's a, a $900 billion bill. And um, a lot of one thing that hasn't been covered too much is the, um, the uh, PPP renewal, the uh, Payroll Protection Program, which is 280 billion of that. So almost a third, um, one of the largest uh, uh, chunks in there. Um, and uh, will mean a lot more to to uh, to businesses than uh, than that six hundred dollars or two thousand or whatever they're they're fighting on. Um, the last time uh, New Hampshire got uh, uh, two point five billion, um, and this time uh, these are businesses, and this time it it it's likely we'll get two billion. You know. I'll go through that a little bit, why I think so. Um, it's a little different than last time. Um, uh, and um, it's a good question is, how much will businesses actually partake in it? Um, last time we left, um, not just New Hampshire, but uh, across the country, we left $130 billion on the table. In other words, there was a PPP program going and for months, and hardly anybody applied um, towards the end. And there was $130 billion, and they, they, no one would take it. 
and, and that's, uh, now Bob, you said that's 130 billion across the board throughout the country, right? Right. Um, yeah. do, you, do you know how much was left on the table in New Hampshire? Well, it's not allocated by the state. It depends who applies. So, but um, I yeah, but, but, but so think... I guess the point is that there there could be businesses in New Hampshire who uh, who were struggling, didn't apply for the money, and therefore didn't get it, even though the money was available. Yeah, they they um, they they there are several reasons why they they didn't apply. Um, we reported on all these at the time. Uh, one was this whole forgiveness uh, question, um, you know, how much is spent on payroll and so forth. But the main reason is that um, you only get to apply once and the businesses that really needed it applied, they got it and they couldn't apply again. So the big differences with this, the biggest is that they can apply again. Um, so all those businesses, those 2.5, you know, those 2,400 businesses in New Hampshire, can go out there and apply again. But it's a little bit of a different program. Um, and we kind of, I just did an article that spelled out some of the differences. Um, the, uh, the, the, you know, the, and a lot of this will benefit New Hampshire because one of the big problems last time was that uh, some big corporations got a chunk of the change. Uh, you could get as much as, uh, as $10 million and then there were some organizations where a number of their their chains and their all, all their their um, their uh, you know stores applied and so they got a big chunk of change. Um, this time uh, the limit is two million dollars. Um, the businesses would be smaller by the number of people. It used to be 500 and now it's 300. Um, and uh, so. So it's going to be more smaller, you know, basically smaller businesses that are going to get more of the money this time. And that's good for New Hampshire because we mainly have smaller businesses. Uh, we have about a handful of public companies and hardly any got it last time. And, um, and uh, none, none, none of our public companies. And um, I actually took a look. 63 New Hampshire companies got more than $2 million. But considering that there were 2,400 that got the loan, it it you know it's New Hampshire probably has a smaller percentage of small of large businesses than than most states. So um, so, so that's so just thinking about that in terms of the business sizes and the different maybe the business categories. Is there you know some of the things that that I think we're seeing right now. Um, is there are certain businesses that have been able to come back and, and maybe aren't doing as well as they would be doing if, if a pandemic weren't, be going, weren't going on. But then there are some that are really still just getting directly crushed. And I'm thinking about like restaurants and performing arts venues. You know, many performing arts venues that they dabbled with opening for a while have closed back up again, as have like museums and things like that. I, I know the... Uh, uh, the Courier Museum in, in Manchester, for example, opened, was open for a while and then closed again just before Christmas. So so for these businesses, uh, the, specifically like restaurants, arts venues, uh, things like that, is there is there a way that this round will, will help them 
to keep going in a way that the first round maybe didn't get to entirely? Or, or is there a way that, that this round will be able to target some of those businesses that are really in dire need? Yes and yes. Um, there, the, um, for, for the, uh, now I'm not sure about the venues. There's a separate program for them. Um, but they get as they get more money, they can get as much as 10, 10 million. Um, and, um, and, but I don't know the parameters because I haven't looked, this is a very complicated bill and there's lots of other parts of it that I'm not, we probably won't even get to in this podcast. Um, but, um, there's, uh, the, um, so, so that I haven't gotten to, but the restaurants get, um, um, uh, get more money. It used to be, um, and still is that most businesses will get two, uh, two and a half, uh, times their uh, two months and a half of payroll. In other words, uh, um, eight weeks, no, it would be 10 weeks of payroll. Um, and, uh, and under, under this, the restaurants get another four weeks of payroll, in other words, three and a half months. So they'll, they'll get more to, to stay open uh, more. And this is restaurants and hotels, hospitality and industry by code. Um, there is a catch with this program. So, um, that, that will actually make it harder, though. There are others, a number of other things that'll make it easier. Um, the big thing that makes it harder is that you have to lose as much as 25%, 25% or more, um, from one quarter of this year, the horrendous 2020, compared to 2019. Not lose, your, your revenue has to drop, very much like the mainstream programs. Not your profits, it's your revenue. So. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, actually in New Hampshire, we did compared to the rest of the nation, we're, we're doing pretty well. So you might think that might hurt the state, but actually, if you take it by the quarter, our second quarter, we were worse off than most of the country uh, because the governor's uh, shutdown order was, was actually um, stronger um, than a lot of country, which is maybe why we did better during the summer. And bounce back better. So we, so there might be more companies that that qualify. But a lot of companies that that did get the loan last time, and will presumably want that second bite of the apple, they they may not be able to get it because you know maybe they only lost ten percent, or some of them may have done better. You you didn't have to lose money to get it last time. I guess that's a double-edged sword. Although it, it does seem strange that if you if you didn't do worse uh, than you did the year before to 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 be able to get it, but um, you know if you if you uh, I guess the double-edged sword is if you're if you're doing well enough where you don't need it, that that should be good news. But it, I, I guess also bad news that you can't get it. On that on that sort of um, uh, contradictory note, uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Um, after this message from our sponsor. For more than 52 years, T.F. Moran has been a leading land planning and engineering firm with offices in both Bedford and Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Their professional service areas include civil, structural, and traffic engineering, land surveying, landscape architecture, environmental, shoreland, and wetland permitting, stormwater monitoring, as well as other construction support services. 
TF Moran utilizes the latest technology, putting their expertise to work to deliver high-quality, cost-effective, and low-impact solutions to best serve their clients. TF Moran is involved in some of New Hampshire's largest development projects, such as the SNHU Milliard Parking Garage in downtown Manchester, Woodmont Commons in Londonderry, and Whole Foods and the Market and Main development in Bedford. TF Moran is deeply committed to the communities in which its team members live and work. It's honored to have received the New Hampshire 200 Award and the Business Excellence Award from New Hampshire Business Review. They were voted the best of business in the engineering category for the last eight years in a row. Please visit tfmoran.com to view their project portfolio and learn more. And we're back. So Bob, you were saying, um, uh, so so one one tricky point is that, that you have to lose, uh, as a business, you have to have your revenues uh, have dropped more than 25% year over year in the second quarter, is that right? In any quarter compared any to last year. Yeah, so, so for a lot of people that will be the second quarter, but, um, but the, you know, the, just a little bit, and then I want to go on to just a couple other programs that are pretty important to New Hampshire businesses. But um, one, is, uh, that remember, that's a revenue drop. So some some companies had a lot of expenses because of this, um, and so they're they may have lost money or not made as much money, not because their revenue dropped, but because of all their expenses. So that won't count in this revenue thing. But on the other hand, the PPP program allows it. You still have to pay 60% on payroll, but the 40% that's on other expenses that you have to pay for under the payroll protection program, um, it that has been more flexible, and you can use it for PPP. You can use it for um, uh, you know remote work software, all that stuff. So you'll be able to to use that forty percent for more than just rent and and um, and utilities. So that's that's the the new new program there. But that's that's just one chunk of this thing. I, I just want to briefly touch on a couple of others. Uh, one is the the unemployment. Um, remember, this has it hasn't changed that much. Um, it was we were we're at the point of getting totally cut off and i don't mean getting you know remember there used to be 600 and then it was 300 extra uh, per week in unemployment benefits for everybody um well that uh, what we have now is 300 that is being brought back and uh, that will go on time but the the big concern and that's going to be a real big chunk of change. I don't think people real I think people underestimated how much that helps businesses. It hurt businesses because it was hard to get people to come to work. But you had people who are able to buy things when they weren't working. I mean, and that's that's a was a big deal. So you have you still have about 40,000 people out there unemployed. And uh, and the big thing with this unemployment that it continued is all these gig workers and people who are working, you know, can are working because they their kids are in school and for other reasons maybe they have to quarantine, you know, because someone at work showed up with uh, COVID, 
and then their plant has to be shut down or their department has to be shut down. Anyway, all that those un, that unemployment is going was going to be cut off on December 26th, the day after Christmas. Um, the the bill continues all that. Um, it also continues the extended benefits and gives you another 11 weeks worth. So um, that there was a, a whole big question about whether people are going to lose a week because this got delayed because the president uh, because of the president. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Um, and um, and so it was. Uh, but we are going to be able to continue those benefits going forward. Um, so there won't be any lapse. There might be a hiccup because they'll get that money, but it may not come because they're still waiting for some guidance. So the people that are getting those federal benefits for other reasons might have to wait a week or two or three, whatever, whenever they figure out. And then it will all come in a big check. But the other people who get state benefits will, will get that and they'll get that extra $300. And that's about half the people are getting state benefits. So that's one thing. You want to know what the other thing is? And then I'll shut up about this uh, stimulus well, practice. Let, let, me see if, let me see if I can guess what the other thing is. So there's got to be another side to this, right? The, uh, if, uh, you know, there's, there's what we're paying out in unemployment as a state, and then there's the fund that the state is using to pay that unemployment. Is the other side of this coin um, the, the, uh, you know, the unemployment trust fund? Well, I was I was going to move on without mentioning that to talk about the, the you're wrong. It wasn't the other thing, but the, oh. that is an important point of that. Uh, yes, they were there. Am I wrong entirely or just wrong that that wasn't the thing you were thinking of? That wasn't the thing I was thinking of, but oh. their their unemployment trust fund, it's ambiguous what's going to happen with this and how it's going to affect this. Um, we had to spend we the we the state of new hampshire got 1.25 billion to spend on covid related things last time and we had to spend it by january december 31st otherwise it goes back to the federal government which is the worst thing that could happen as far as new hampshire is concerned so um we uh, uh so we had a plan if we couldn't spend that money uh we were going to just dump it in the unemployment fund because uh, unemployment is related to COVID and, uh, and it was allowed, you know, you never know what the federal government allows, but they would allow that. And if they dumped it into the unemployment fund, um, our, since our unemployment taxes are based on what's in that fund, that would be good for keeping taxes down. Now, we already did dump some of that into the the fund about 15 million dollars um and uh so that's the taxes will go down uh the first uh the first quarter but they're going to when you're talking when you're talking about taxes you're talking about the the half percent surcharge that the, the, the half percent right businesses right I, right it's it's very it's it's kind of complicated i get i get criticized all this time when i say tax cut it's it's complicated because we get a discount if it's so high and we get a uh, uh, increase if it gets really low and then there's the normal rate but anyway what it means is that yeah by half percent increments it will go down actually it would have gone up a half a percent 
that's not happening. And a half percent, it went up last this quarter, um, will go down next quarter. So that's going to happen. No, nothing's changed there. The, the, the hope was that if we got a big chunk of change in that unemployment fund because we um, you know, couldn't spend our money, uh, then that would make sure that the fund would be healthy throughout the year. Um, so that was when uh, the, um, the unemployment officials predicted that would happen because we were getting this chunk of change. But now we don't have to give that money back to the federal government anymore. So, you know, now I did check on that and they kind of said, hey, there isn't going to be that much money anyhow because we're going to spend every almost every last cent, which I don't believe. But because there was 200 million of uh, still unspent a few weeks ago. But, you know, but the second of all, you know, everybody was set on this. We're not going to change everything around so it won't make any difference. So the money will still go into the fund, whatever little there is. So that's that's the, the other thing. Now, that brings me to my other topic that I was going to say is the um, the the uh, the rental assistance, which is real big deal for landlords. Um, not to mention the tenants, but we're a business publication here. Um, and um, and uh, the, this, this is uh, one of the, some of the money that has not been spent has been 20 million. It was originally 35 million. Um, that was going to go to, to landlords for, uh, because people were gonna be back in their rent and they wouldn't be able to make rent because of the high unemployment and so forth. Well, they couldn't spend the 20 million. They only spent about half of it. Uh, they may be able to spend a little more than half at the end of it. Um, actually, they, they cut off the program. So they just couldn't spend in all that time, 20 million, it's, it started in July. So in six, you know, almost six months. Um, and the question is uh, what, you know, um, well, the, the, now we're getting, because of the federal government, each state would at least, and since we're small, that's probably all we're gonna get, uh, 200 million each for the same thing to give to landlords. And my question was, well, how the heck are we gonna spend 200 million when we couldn't give away, you know, 20 million? And uh, there, I, I'm, I'm still not sure. I, I, there, it's a different, it will be different parameters. You'll be able to get future rent rather than back rent, but I'm, I'm still skeptical about this. And I, I'm still amazed that there hasn't been this rash of evictions or these, you know, most tenants are paying their rent. Um, you know, they are able to come out if it's been, Either the, the other aid they've been getting before, or they had some savings, or a lot of them went back to work. You what, know. what seems amazing to I, me about Bob, and, and, and I think we, we should probably bring it to a close on this topic as we have hit our time threshold, but, but it does, and this, I think for, for maybe next time, we should, we should think about digging into this um, question that you bring up about how, um, how there haven't been a, a rash of evictions especially in a in a rental market that is so strained i mean we're we're calling the the current 
housing shortage a crisis, right? And 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 uh, rents are are high. Um, how housing prices in general are extremely high, and yet uh, in the midst of this pandemic, uh, when people were expecting are these really dire uh, outcomes, um, you haven't seen them. And and I, I right. think it would be fascinating to to understand why or what what what's what's shoring up the uh, renters' abilities to pay. Yeah, I mean there there is eviction moratorium, and but. Uh, and you know, and that will be continued. That's part of this bill for another month or so. But that's that is uh, there. It's uh, a leaky moratorium, at least the federal one, on the one that was passed. Um, um, but yeah, even when that moratorium lapsed, there, there was a slight increase in evictions, but it was actually less than compared to last year. Um, so. I think people that it's partly, you know, on the landlord's part too. You got to credit them. I, I think nobody wants to throw people out in the midst of this crisis, you know. Yeah, well, I think that's a I think that's a wonderful positive note to to, to wrap it up on. Is that uh, is that there is a there is a human element to that. So, all right. Well, Bob, thank you. There's, you're right. There is more there than we could possibly uh, dig into. I, I think that uh, looking down the road, we should probably um, build some space for a deeper analysis of this. Um, but in the meantime, that was a great overview. Uh, certainly some, some new stuff that I hadn't heard about um, at this point. So, yeah. so on that... Yeah, on that note, I wish you a very happy new year. Uh, it's possible we won't talk again between now and then, uh, if all goes well. <laughs> and uh, and so I, I hope you I hope you have a great night as uh, as as we turn over from uh, twenty to twenty one. Are you uh, are you planning to stay up until midnight and raise the roof? No, I'm a, a little too old for that, you know. But uh, yeah. I'll uh, we'll just have a glass of wine or sherry and, uh, you know, and uh, wish this year good riddance. Yes. All right. Well, that sounds good. I, I will be spending the evening with my four kids, all of whom say they intend to stay up. Um, so I may be the one to sleep on the couch while the kids are all <laughs> on their thing. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, all right. Well, happy new year to everyone. And uh, thanks, Bob. Thanks you all for listening. And we will see you back here in 2021.